the Antwerp Diamond Heist. It is a crime that has stumped detectives for over a decade. Only one man was caught, but the diamonds have never been discovered. How did these criminals pull the heist off? How did they get away? We will figure this out. The Antwerp Diamond Heist is considered to be the heist of the century. He has amazed criminals and detectives alike for over a decade. These criminals were intelligent and meticulous, different from what people consider criminals to be. To understand the heist, you need some background information. The robbery happened at the Antwerp Diamond Center, a hotspot for diamond and jewelry shipping, purchasing and processing. The walled city block that contains the Diamond Center is guarded heavily. Millions upon millions of dollars worth of diamonds is transported in out of the area, and a bigger sum is stored in the center. The heist seemed impossible to pull off. The Antwerp Diamond Center is guarded by over 10 layers of security, including heat centers, security cameras, armed guards, a seismic sensor, a four-ton door, a lock with over a million combinations, and a foot-long key. I interviewed a man who worked at the center. His name was Bill. So you worked at the Diamond Center? Yes, sir, for 15 years. Did you ever think a robbery could have been pulled off? No way. The center was so well guarded that everyone thought it was impossible. I still can't understand how these men pulled it off. <laughs> it seemed impossible, but with some research, we found ways that would have made this heist possible. The criminals involved would have success to the center during regular hours. This would allow them to scout out the area and find ways to break in. With some research, we figured out that a camera had been hidden inside a fire hydrant, which was used to see the combination of the safe door and how to get it in. It turns out that Notar Barcholo had been inside the diamond sensor before the robbery occurred. So, you knew Notar Barcholo? Well, yes, he had a deposit box where he stored some of his diamonds. He came in ever so often. Did you ever suspect him of anything suspicious? Never. He seemed like a nice, quiet guy. This was how the heist was able to be pulled off. Notar Bartolo knew the place and had opportunities to find clues on how they could break in. We then realized that the heat sensors from the crime scenes looked odd. The originally white sensors had a yellow tint to it. A center worth millions upon millions would keep these things to the highest qualities. Turns out the heat sensors had been sprayed with hairspray, allowing the criminals to move past the heat sensors undetected. What didn't make sense was the security cameras. Somehow the cameras were disabled, then blocked by tape so the robbers wouldn't be seen. The security company still cannot explain how the cameras were tampered with probably by hiking. As mentioned before, the robbers used a hidden camera to find the lock combination. They also knew where the key was hidden. How to disable the seismic sensors is known to police. It is very clever and police were amazed by the intelligence of the robbers. The robbery happened during the night. No one was seen going into or leaving the diamond sensor. But when security arrived the next morning, they were shocked. They ran to the safe and to the dismay. The valuables had been stolen. 
They immediately called the safe monitoring company and called to see the status of the safe. The worker told them that the safe wasn't open and armed. Somehow, these criminals opened the safe without alerting any alarms. We interviewed the woman who was in charge of monitoring the safe during the night of the robbery. You were in charge of monitoring the safe that night? Yes, sir. Did anything strange happen on the night of the robbery? Did the safe let off any alarms or hints that it was being broken into? Nothing at all. The safe was reported to be unopened and fully functional at the time. The criminals had disappeared, leaving no evidence, they thought. After seeing the security tape that you can find online with some looking, I noticed a man walking around the Diamond Center a lot, fairly suspiciously. He had a deposit box in his facility. Something didn't seem right. But for now, all I could have were suspicions. I then did some looking. Turns out the robbers had dumped some garbage after leaving Belgium. The garbage had envelopes from Antwerp Diamond Center. A name shows up over and over, and I do some looking. He is a well-known criminal named Leonardo Natarbolo. Pretty cool name, right? Anyways, his picture matches the one from the security tapes. I followed that lead, and we researched. We learned that Notar Barcholo had been sentenced in 10 years for the crime back in 2005. We had caught the man who was already caught. This was too bad, but we kept looking. When we looked at police records online, there were pictures from Natar Bartolo's apartment in Belgium. There were also lists of things from inside the apartment. There was a burner phone. I was excited. Finally, a new lead. I looked through the call record and found a bunch of calls. I noticed three people Natar Bartolo called a lot. Elio Ardonio, Fernando Finotto, and Pietro Tavano. I did some looking into these three men and found some very revealing evidence. Ferdinando Finotto had worked with security cameras in the past. He was also a mechanic and knew he was around alarms. Elio Ardonio had a very large knowledge about locks and worked for an alarm company for many years. These men were almost obviously involved in the haste. The third man, Pietro Tavano, was a close friend and work associate of Notar Barcholo. We think he's the one who dumped the garbage in Carlos' spot. Notar Barcholo has told the people that Pietro was an anxious guy who didn't work well under pressure. With this evidence, cops can further work into this case and catch the other suspects. I'm amazed they had not noticed things Ignacio and I had noticed. We think the cops were too busy looking for big clues and didn't take the time to work small, insignificant-looking pieces of evidence. And that's where they went wrong. So what happened to the other three men who we suspected of committing the crime as well? Turns out all three of these men have been apprehended by police and are being persecuted for the crime. They're all facing 5 to 10 years. The police have still not been able to find the diamonds and they think they never will. We suspect that Leonardo Natar Bartolo has hidden the diamonds somewhere in his house near the Alps, but we won't know for sure. Thank you for listening to our podcast.